Before we start today's show, I want to invite you to join my community of SaaS founders, agency owners, and others who are sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and tactics for creating successful cold outreach campaigns. It's a free group on Facebook called Cold Outreach Mastery, and you can get there by heading over to morgandwilliams.com slash community. And if Facebook isn't your thing, but you still want valuable cold outreach advice, head on over to morgandwilliams.com slash newsletter and put in your best email to get first in line for valuable resources that I share on how you can fill your calendar with sales meetings and your pipeline with opportunities. Now, let's start today's show. This episode's guest has created a reliable formula for generating warm leads on LinkedIn in several different industries. What I really like about his approach is that you can adapt it to any target market and he uses multiple data sources as well as Sales Navigator to accurately narrow down to his exact ideal customer. This will make your sales messaging more powerful and effective if you do the same. In this episode, you're gonna learn exactly how to identify your target market using LinkedIn as well as a simple messaging cadence to generate warm leads on autopilot. Stay tuned to the very end of this episode. I'll see you on the other side. What if you knew exactly how to use cold email, LinkedIn, the phone, and other sales channels to get new meetings and customers for your B2B product or service? Morgan Williams is an enterprise sales rep that's obsessed with cold outreach. If you're sick and tired of fluff, theory, and general advice on how to sell to cold prospects from people who haven't sold anything in the past 20 years and instead want detailed, tactical, step-by-step instruction, this is the podcast for you. Each week, he'll interview salespeople, consultants, and entrepreneurs about actual outbound sales campaigns they've run with real numbers and results. Each conversation will be a deep dive into deconstructing a specific campaign's results, as well as the strategy behind it. You'll get the opportunity to peek behind the curtain and see what's actually working now in cold outreach. Welcome Welcome to to Outbound Outbound Metrics. Vess Georgiev is the founder of Passion for Growth. Passion for Growth helps IT companies have more conversations with their ideal prospects using social selling strategies on LinkedIn. Vess, it's a pleasure to have you here. Are you ready to dive in? Yeah, thank you very much, Morgan. It is my pleasure and thank you for your invitation. Absolutely. How does Passion for Growth get results for its customers? Everything for us is through outbound social selling. We are primarily using LinkedIn, email, and for some of our clients, we are doing cold callings. So basically, everything is based on the outbound for us. Gotcha. And what would you say makes uh, Passion for Growth different or unique from competitors? We are working really close with our clients. What I mean, we have uh, meetings every week, sometimes twice per week to see what is working, what is not working, to see how we can implement something new. And in order to have a better results, we are changing the strategy if it's needed. And we are searching for a best way for each case of the customers so we can have their dream results for them. Awesome, awesome. And do you have productized pricing or custom pricing? Actually, we have both of them, depends on the services and the needs because we have uh, the information technology service uh, sector and the customer computer software service are big and depends on the case that we have. Gotcha. And who is your ideal customer? Our ideal customer is uh, ITS company or information technology company with headcount between 11 to 200 people. We can help their CEOs and their sales guys to find the 
really faster their ideal dream customers to get engaged with them without spending a lot of time on social selling. Gotcha. Awesome. Very, very defined. I like it. So I know this first example we're going to talk about, I'm very interested in this because I haven't had anyone talk about this industry on the show yet, but I know you have an example for a company you're working with in the CBD space, right? Um, Yeah, even if you want, I can share the name. They are really good guys. Oh, absolutely. So the name is Dream Dream Tech. They are, again, Bulgarian-based company. They are working only with internationals. Their clients are mostly from USA and UK. And they're helping CBD companies to get uh, the dream results by creating the ideal website for them, ideal digital presence and get results. Like they are 3X their ROI by doing those things. Awesome. And you said that was dream tech? Yeah, dream tech. Cool, cool. You kind of answered this next question. What problem do they solve and what do they sell? But it's essentially, they're selling web design to help these CBD companies. Yeah, they have web design, like they're full edge. They have web design, they have mobile app design. They have also digital marketing. So they're helping their customers to, to outsource everything from one place. So they can be focused on their clients and to get results for them. Awesome. And so the companies that they're helping, are they selling directly to consumers or are they selling to other businesses too? Most of them are directly to consumers. Gotcha. Gotcha. We are helping them to find B2B clients, but their clients are selling to B2C clients. Gotcha. Gotcha. They have a B2C customer, but who is their ideal customer that they're trying to attract? Their ideal customers are companies in the CBD sector that are established, but uh, they work like uh, we in their web, web presence. What I mean, some of them don't have uh, really good websites when it comes to the UX, UI, or it's not mobile friendly, or for example, they don't have a digital marketing, or the payment is broke on their website. So that is the way they are using clients. And gotcha. yeah. So that is their ideal client. Are you guys using that information, like scouting out websites that kind of have that bad UI, UX, not more friendly, trying to figure out how you're finding these people to prospect? Yeah, like we have several pre-selections. The first is we are using different types of tools. And based on that, we are choosing, for example, for USA, we found a, a quite huge database with the companies that are, having the CBD companies that don't have a really good websites. They are not mobile friendly and they have a lack of web, web presence. So that was the first pre-selections. Gotcha. And what tool is that? Like, uh, I think that for that, we used the D7 Finder, 7D Finder. D7 Lead Finder? Yeah, D7. Gotcha. For gotcha. that thing. Personally. Gotcha. Okay, so you're basically looking for these companies with D7 Lead Finder and then seeing which ones just don't have a web presence or is... Yeah, we are finding their uh, company email. We are finding their phone on the company and everything that we need from that, that part. Gotcha, gotcha. So you're just using D7 Lead Finder to build that list to reach out to? To know the names of the company. So after that, we are retargeting, putting all the names in the sales navigator selecting the headcount of the company, the years in the, the is working the company, everything. For example, we are targeting the CEOs, the chief marketing officer, and different type of the industry and functions. 
So we are pre-selecting again the industry because some of the people are forgetting and they're putting that they're in the CVD, but in the end they're in some other industry. Mm. So we are using again uh, keywords like CVD, CVD development or something like that. And we are pre-selecting again. It's the second selections. And after that, on the sales navigator, we have the geography because some of the people are writing that they are in the USA, they are putting their company in the USA, but in the end they are living like um, India, Pakistan or UK or someone else. So we are excluding all the geographic that is not in the USA. And after that, we are creating the list of the projects. Gotcha, gotcha. Cool. So it's like a two-part process there with D7 and then Sales Navigator with D1, those filters. Part after that because it's account search and after that leads first, lead search. Gotcha, gotcha. So you're going through Sales Nav and using account, doing the account search first and then putting those names in the yeah. lead search. Gotcha. Yeah. So when we start to look at the type, the campaign that you're creating to send them at a high level, you know, how many messages are going into that campaign? Depends of the thing, but I can tell you the sequence. The sequence is uh, connection message and four, four follow-ups. Gotcha. Before gotcha. our account manager is scheduling the meeting after somebody is interested. Gotcha. So it's five steps, the connection message, and then four follow-ups. Yeah, by like some of them are responding even on the connection messages. Some of them are responding through the second, the third, the fourth, or the fifth. Depends. Everything depends on the person. Because sure. we are in the digital world, but a lot of people are busy with a lot of stuff. Sure. Are you using an automated tool to send those messages, or are you doing that manually? We have our own CRM in-house. Gotcha. Gotcha. So someone's going in and manually sending those messages. No, we have also automation, but it's our own. Okay. So you have your own automation. Uh, uh, yeah. That we are using calling for our clients. We are not. Uh, gotcha. Cool. So that connection message, is that personalized? Is it just a regular default? It's personalized. Message? It's like, Hey, first name. I saw that you are, for example, CEO at company. Mm -hmm. In the CVD niche, I help uh, CVD companies. So let's connect and see how we can collaborate. I'm just giving you a brief example. I don't have, it's not the right message, but it's something like that. It's customized. Also the same. Gotcha. Account. Gotcha. Customized, pretty direct. What do those follow-ups look like? Like the first follow-up is also thank you message and showcasing of the case study. The case study that is helping to this, the same type of the client our company, our client help the same time of the client to get results and to improve their presence. The gotcha. third follow-up is a little pitch. And after that is just, uh, we are having one example that is with four different, it's number one, number two, number three, or number four. It's uh, like the number one is, hey man, I know that you are busy. Maybe you're on the Hawaii vacation. So that is why you are not replying to me. The second one is, uh, oh, I got you. Maybe you was going to write me today. Or the third one is, that is not a priority with, for you. Or get back to me later. That is something like uh, in the copy. There is four different options. That gotcha. people need to choose. And for example, they're sending me one. I have several for my own profile that send me that they're on a Hawaii vacation. Yeah. And I'm going, <laughs> I need to get back to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that's four. You got four. The thank you message, case study, 
pitch and then that four option message and you mentioned. Yeah, and in the end of the campaign, we are just uh, warming up with them. Like, uh, hey guys, we know that uh, hey name and company, so it's again customized. We know that things are going to be get lost on the social media. So I'm reaching out again for one last time. Maybe you didn't have a chance to see my previous message. If this is sometimes going to be interesting for you and you have this kind of needs, please get to talk to me. I'm not going to push you anymore. Gotcha. So that's the last one you send, that kind of last yeah. strip line message. Okay. Yeah, just to see, to be a friendly with the guys that you... Because sure. they're in your network and that is a better, it's better to have them as a friends. Gotcha. It just kind of takes the pressure out of it if they feel any pressure. Yeah. And just... It kind of opens the door. Okay, cool. And so what is your percentage of those connection messages that are getting accepted? From different campaigns, it's different. It's approximately 20, 20 something. Depends. There is another sequence and another strategy. If you're targeting people from the same LinkedIn group or the same Facebook group, the numbers is skyrocketing like mm. a ball for if you are doing the guys that are from the same post, Again, the numbers are bigger, but there you can so pre-qualify them because for those, we are doing the pre-qualification with all the searches that we are doing. Awesome, awesome. And so with that campaign, what types of results were you able to generate with that one? Like we have uh, between 10 or 12 meetings for the guys. The number of the request was 20. 36%, I think, the reply, the reply rate. And again, there weren't scheduling the meetings. We have a, our account manager from our team that is scheduling the meeting for them. And in the end, they got 12 meetings. I don't know how much is after that. Gotcha. And in what time frame was those 12 meetings generated? One month. Gotcha. Okay, nice. And how many prospects were in that campaign? Like prospects, I can tell you that we sent around 2,000 connections requests. Mm -hmm. At the end, uh, like there are around 400 or maybe more. Yeah, around 400 are the acceptance. And I can tell you the exact number of warm leaps and prospects because there were around 40, I think so. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, good stuff. I like it. Did they give you updates on how those meetings went? Or is I'm that kind of- working with those companies. Uh, okay. They are following up with them, like they're in the conversation with some of them because some of them, they didn't get a chance. They are scheduling the meetings, sure. these kind of things, but they're in communication with them for sure, still. Gotcha. And the company who is your client, do you know their price points that they sell or are they all custom or, or what does that kind of look like for them? Uh, it's custom because it depends of the of the clients because some of the clients did uh, just a SEO update of their website, but mm -hmm. the other needs to create a whole new website from the beginning, like the custom code and everything. So everything is different and it's depending from the guys. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Good stuff. I know there's another example that you, you have as well in the IT consulting space. So I'd like to hear about that one too. Who's your client there? Like the client, there was a newly born IT company. I can't tell you the name because in the end, you know how it's going. Sure. But um, they were both, they created the company the same month that we start working with them. We prepare everything together. There, our service was 
just to warm up the prospects, the leads. And in the end, like, again, we sent 2,000, 2,700 new connections. In the end, they have, they got uh, 30 leads, 10 prospects, like whole prospects that are qualified and everything, and three mm -hmm. meetings with the prospects. But they did the second part of the funnel, they did by, by their own, without us. Setting those meetings? Yeah, of the warm prospects. We create the copy, we create the implementation of the company and everything, the targeting, and uh, the follow-ups until the five follow-up that we mentioned, the fourth follow-up, and in the end, there were scheduling the meetings. Gotcha. So as soon as a prospect would respond, they would then take over from there? Yeah, they take over after that. Gotcha. Got Was there any reason in particular that they wanted to do that, to take over at that point? Mm, we did before that we don't have such a service like the account manager and the other thing was that their co-founder had a good expertise working with this kind of companies okay. before creating that company he was working for google okay cool so he was able to hop in and like really demonstrate some domain knowledge in that space yeah Gotcha. Okay. Very important. And I actually forgot to ask. So this is IT consulting space, reaching out to, um, I know you mentioned earlier, staffing and recruiting companies. Yeah. Like I can tell you, they got uh, 450 acceptance invitations. One, yeah, it, 120 received messages, 30 leads, 10 more prospects and three meetings. Gotcha. I'm just uh, I'm just looking in the case study that we have for them. That is why I'm telling you. Sure. Just to, so I can get clarity around this company. What do they, it's consulting for staff. So are they, these staffing and recruiting companies that they're prospecting, that you're prospecting, they're doing IT consulting for them? IT consulting, but different type of IT consulting. They have a guys that can be sold to the clients of the recruiting and staffing companies. Gotcha, gotcha. So they, for they're... example, they have a Bulgarian-based developer mm -hmm. that can be hired somewhere in the world, or Germany, or UK, or USA. And for them, because they were new, it is easier to work with recruiting and staffing companies than to work with end clients, for example. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. The cycle is slower. And it's kind of like they're in that business, so they have. Yeah, more they, reach, I guess, you know. Yeah, they have the, need, the needs, the reach, and especially in Europe, the fight for developers is really high. Man. Okay, okay. Awesome, that's good. Was there one more example you had too? I think that I explained you for one of our campaigns currently that we are doing. Gotcha, okay. So this is a campaign for your company to find clients. Yeah, we are just testing another type of ideal client. So we are reaching out to a director and VP of the sales. And again, everything is customized. Currently, we have around, uh, yeah, not around, but we have 25% uh, response rate. We have 25% uh, 40, acceptance rate, 42% uh, response rate, and around three to four meetings per week. Gotcha. Okay. Nice. Is the messaging you used in like kind of that first example we talked about, is it similar throughout with the last example and this one? Are you using similar message, similar messaging for the industry, but structure? 
there is a completely customized for those guys. For example, okay. uh, it's uh, hello. I went through your profile when I was searching for uh, the best IT sales professional guys in the industry. That is why I want to get in touch with you so we can work and collaborate in the future. Gotcha. And what do those follow-ups look like for that? IT the second man? one is thank you message with uh, a little praise. So thank you very much for accepting me. I'm really happy with the things that you are doing in your company and I'm amazed. For example, I'm helping to IT founders and sales guys to save ton of time and to work their sales cycle by filling their pipeline through lead generation and social selling. Gotcha. Gotcha. So pretty direct, just compliment and then offering value there. Um, yeah. Because the, especially the sales guys, they don't want to be pitched too much, but they don't want to also waste a lot of time. You know how it's going. Right, right, sales. right. Get straight to the point. Yeah, yeah. What do you, yeah, what do you got? Like, yeah. It's better for them to tell you, okay, I'm not the right person or I don't need no one. Why this thing or okay, I'm going to stop writing you. But in this way, you are qualifying your customers and you are not pushing further to sending them a ton of messages. Gotcha. gotcha. And offer the value that you have because no matter is it, I'm going to send it to the fourth message, I'm going to again have the same value, but I'm not going to waste their time. Gotcha. And so after that message, you go up to four messages, is that right? It's two more. Two more? Okay. Yeah. One is with a uh, little value that we have. The last one is again, the thing that I explained with uh, thank you very much for time. Maybe you have seen my messages. Those are the things that we are offering. If you need something like that, please get back to me. Gotcha. Okay. We have uh, tried a lot of different approach. Just we are experimenting a lot. Sure. Sure. But it seems like with all of your messages, they're pretty direct. You immediately demonstrate, you both say your, the value that you have, right? Through a pretty tight value prop. You're also demonstrating it by giving examples, linking to case studies, things like that. Yeah, so just for all the people, it's important, man, to have just to have a little better. For all the people, it's better to have the value that you need to offer. Yeah, for some of them, you're going to be too pitchy. But when it's customized and you are having, for example, the praising part, what I mean, the praising part is, hey, thank you very much. I saw that you are doing amazing things in your company. They feel connected with you and they're, you're not so salesy. It is different that is not without thank you, without customizing, just I'm doing that. I will, let's do it. Let's jump on a call. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. I love these examples. These are outstanding. So what would you say? You gave several examples, the messages you sent, the results. So if someone's looking to model themselves after what you're doing, what are the most important things to keep in mind for someone who's looking to create a campaign? First thing is their ideal customer profile. Their ideal customer profile needs to be really clear, to be tested. After that, to make the research for those clients, to create their own LinkedIn profile or messages or emails mm -hmm. that they are doing, to talk directly to those clients, but not in a too salesy way. It's going to be pitch like we are doing, but it's not going to be really push sales. And the third one is um, 
always to experiment, but never to do the direct connection that is, hey, I want to sell you that thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. So know your ideal customer profile, optimize your LinkedIn, your own LinkedIn profile, create messages talking directly to, you know, your prospects, your, your market. The pain point of the, your clients. The, the pain point or your client's pain points, but not in a salesy way and always experiment, but never pitch, never immediately pitch after connecting. Not only after connecting, I'm talking for the guys after connecting, but there are a lot of guys that are pitching directly in the first message, the connection message. Like I'm receiving, gotcha. I have Veselin, I'm having a web development company, do you need a web development services? And I'm not, uh, not setting those. Sure. <laughs> sure. Like, yeah, you can connect with me and after that pitch me because somewhere through the road, I'm going to have for sure this kind of needs and I'm going to reach back to you. Sure, sure, absolutely. And I know we were talking a little bit beforehand about the account-based lead generation you're doing as well. Yeah, so that is something that we are doing. It's again, based on the clients that we have. For example, we have a clients that want to work with uh, startups that are in ABC phase of their funding. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, uh, we are doing uh, different types of search. For example, we are doing the through Angelscope first finding the clients or to Crunchbase, seeing to see where they are based, see the type of the funding that they get. Even if they, if our clients are having developers, we are searching if those companies are searching for developers through their website, through their LinkedIn page, through the websites that are for job posting. And after that, we are creating the account search in the LinkedIn. And based on the account search, we are creating the lead search with the mm-hmm. right guys. For example, if we are pitching a service, we are creating with the information technology guys, we are creating with the engineer department, the CTO. So if we are if we are pitching another service, maybe it's going to with the business development, or if we are searching for a guys that want higher contractors, we're going to pitch to the HR department because those are the guys that are taking the lead there. Gotcha. So this approach is just more targeted and more focused on specific accounts, right? So you're, you're like, yeah, it's pre-selections and you can do it. For example, if you want to get in some big companies like that, they are with more than 500 employees and this kind of even more than 1000 employees, you can select a six or seven or eight companies and to find several guys, for example, around 10 guys per company that are senior, uh, not in the entry level, but for example, senior, major, director, VP, mm-hmm. and to target them through the sales navigator, all of them, even more than 10. So in that company, they are going to start talking about you, about your service, about the things you are doing. But there are several things that you need to have in mind. Never send more than 100 connections per day, the requests. Always clean your connection requests every week. Keep them lower than 500 in order to have your account saved. And never do the direct pitch because we have tried. It's not working. Yeah. (laughs) 
Awesome. Awesome. Passionforgrowth.biz. Bess, it was uh, great chatting with you and learning about uh, what you're doing. I really like your approach and it's obviously getting results. So I'm glad you hopped on the show today. Thank you very much, Morgan, and for your knowledge and everything that you're doing and for your amazing podcast, man. All right. I appreciate that. Thank you. Me too. Thank you, Morgan. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. The big picture of Vess's approach is that you must know your ideal customer profile. you got to optimize your own LinkedIn profile to make it clear that you can help your prospect, right? you got to demonstrate that. You must create conversational messages that are direct and value-laden. Talk to them, but not in a salesy way. And finally, always experiment, but never immediately pitch when connecting on that first connect message or even right after connecting, right? The old Insta pitch, right? Don't do that. Please remember to subscribe, share this episode with a friend if you found it valuable, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.